0: Hello everybody, welcome to the Baggies Broadcast, Billich Special Part 2. I'm your host Nathan Judo. I'm here with West Brom reporter Mr. Matt Wilson. Matt, we're told he was coming, now we've seen him, we've touched him, we've smelt him. Slavin Billich is here, the era has started, everyone's pretty excited. How are you feeling? When did you touch him? He shook my hand at the end of the end ah. of the little the little um, the little table, yes. and he smelt glorious. I don't know if you knew that, but the cologne he was wearing it was superb. And when he walked in, it was just like it was like it was like a fresh air it was just with It was beautiful. What cologne was he wearing? I don't know. It was some kind of like Croatian version of brute Aquatonic back in the day. But oh, yeah. It was good. It was good. He presented himself well, um, and I was thoroughly impressed. How, how
1: do you feel in in Birch Part Two podcast? I felt that he was a bit slightly reserved in the main press conference mm-hmm. I thought he chose his words pretty carefully um, he still said all the right things you know called being a massive club talked about history the fan base um, but I felt like there was a, there was almost a whether he was weary from a day of meeting a lot of people and you know it, it, he met the plays in the morning yeah so, so it'd, be, it'd be a long day first day at the new job and, and you know he's obviously faced with a, a lot of media there was six or seven cameras yeah seven or eight photographers mm-hmm. um scores of journalists you know i think i was expecting a few more sort of i was expecting more of a charm offensive i would say in, in that first press conference but then when we got him sat down on a table with um you know three or four of the of the local um and midlands written press yeah he opened up a little bit more and he was a little bit more um genial and he was good company you know he was he, when he was making a point, he would fix mm. you with his gaze.
0: That's the thing that's important. He looked you in the eye, and that's good. He, you know, he was he was enthusiastic. Whatever
1: he believed in, but he wanted you to. He, he, like you say, exactly. He engaged really, really well. I think what what came across to me was that he's probably a bloke that I would like to play football for. Mm. Um I think we, we did know this about Bilic anyway before that he is a good motivator. He yeah. is a man who is capable of instilling a lot of pride um in his players and capable of of of, of getting them to believe in him and I think I think that's what he will do. Mm-hmm. I think the question marks around his West Ham career are whether how much of a tactician he was. Now I think those that sort of are close to him and know him suggest that he wasn't necessarily dealt the right um, backroom staff right. in that situation. He's brought his own two guys over from uh, Croatia. I think he's going to add one more as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, I, hopefully with the right backroom staff behind him um, and, and you know, his leadership qualities, yeah, um, mm-hmm. Albin will be on to a winner. I did, I did think that the one thing that was quite interesting to me was he kept saying, I'm 50, I'm not 30. Sure. Which I, I quite. I quite like it because I think I think he was trying to get away from this perception of himself as a as a rebel or as a or as a as some sort of like passionate rambunctious bloke. Mm-hmm. I think he was trying to say, look, I'm a bit I'm a bit older and a bit wiser now. I've still got that enthusiasm and that passion burning sure. burning deep inside me. I've still <clears throat> I still am that same mm-hmm. that same guy. I'm going to be me. Yeah. Um, I think when someone asked him if he would show the show that passion on the sidelines, he said, yeah, I'm going to be me. Mm-hmm. But I'm also a bit older and a bit wiser. Mm-hmm. I think. That hopefully um, will stand him in good stead because it is a it is a, a a relentless slog the championship. But it seems to be a challenge that he's not only looking for, you know, that, that he's not really scared of, but it's one that he seems to be relishing. He kept mm-hmm. talking about the pure essence of football in the championship, the pure football. Mm. Um, you know, it's, it's 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 on the bucket list apparently to managing the championship. Yeah, and you know, I suppose that what, how what. Do you think that's a PR spin of a man who can't necessarily get a Premier League job? I mean, when you're talking to him, when he's when he's looking you in the eyes and saying saying yeah. to you, you completely believe him. Mm-hmm. You you know he is someone that you do believe. So yeah. um, I think there's an element of truth in mm. that. I don't think it's all PR. I think some of it might be. But mm-hmm. um, you know, let's let's have it right. Bilic needs Albion. Mm-hmm. Albion need Bilic Yeah. I think it's a, as he alluded, to as, as he well. said. You mm. know, he said this is a good opportunity for me, but it's also a good opportunity for them. Mm. I hope I'm not being big-headed. Um, I like ho- that, though. Hopefully, it's the right fit. And I thought that was that did strike the right tone because yeah. that is where they both are in their careers, absolutely. And there is a feeling that this could be, mm-hmm. this could be the right fit because yeah, Bilic needs them; mm. they need him. Mm. Together, they're going to work their hardest to make it work.
0: With, with with all respect to, to Darren Moore and, and to Jimmy Shan, when he walked in that room and when he's talking, the media, there's an aura about him, isn't there? There's an aura there. People he, he, he commands respect. Maybe just from, maybe the play is, but he's definitely he definitely has something, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, and the word aura was one that Luke Dowling used. Um, he does. Um, like I said, I was a bit. I was. He was, almost came across slightly timid in the first bit. Um, he's very softly spoken, isn't he? Is. He? he is. Softly um, spoken. A bit
0: like um who's a Leicester manager, I think Claude you got, Puel. Yeah, very much like that. I and mean, you've almost have to listen, you know, kind of like reach forward to kind of listen to him because he's very softly spoken. But that doesn't mean to say that he won't get his
1: point across. And I won't, I won't want to cross him either. No, and he seems like the sort of Claude Puel seems like the sort of softly spoken chap who's who's softly spoken because he's softly spoken. Mm. Whereas Billich seems like the sort of softly spoken chap because underneath. There's a tiger waiting to come out. Yes. And if you say one word thi- wrong yeah. thing, he will throw the table over mm. and, and say and Oh yeah. And offer you out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has that sort of Yeah. You know, you, you saw he had um not that this is that important really, mm. but he had he had, you know, his bracelets and his tattoos poking through his, oh, yeah, his did, suit yeah. and he had yeah. his big beard and he seemed like the sort of yeah, he seemed like the sort of um you know, he's, he's got a bit of swag, hasn't he? He's got a bit of swag. He's got a bit of uh, Game of Thrones, yeah, about he has, him, yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, yes,
1: yeah, softly, I'll, softly, but he'll kill you as well. Yeah, but just I, I think there is, there is. Um, he's got a presence, as you yes. say. He's got a presence, and you know, he's a big bloke and mm-hmm. he's, he's 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 a passionate bloke. But he's yeah, that softly spoken nature of him is 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 at at the same time it's quite comforting and it's quite mm-hmm. velvety, but at the same time it's quite menacing. And um,
0: In some ways though do the Albion players and they their their first day back all smiles coming coming in from the castle, very nice video from Albion do they need that? Do they need someone that they can look up to who I'm not again I'm not, I'm not alluding to they didn't respect anyone previous but someone that, that you know that you've got to put 100% in, otherwise you're not going to be out the team or you're going to be out the door
1: Yeah I think he's got a reputation with him and, and look, let's be honest in this game reputation does mean a bit um, and I think from from a few people that I've spoken to and the, you know the, the players are pretty happy with the appointment mm-hmm. they're, they're like well that's a bit of a statement of intent mm. um i I think it is you know I, I, look only time will tell how how shrewd it is only time will tell whether it works out um it could end up being a, a you know a disaster but at the moment the signs are good i I think he's got the he's got both the um the enthusiasm and the experience to to make this work? Um, Look, he's going to be judged on results
0: at the end of the day and he can talk the talk and and I think he spoke very well but he didn't shirk or shy away from the fact that he wants to get promoted this season. If not, like you say, he signed a two-year deal that the next season, but he definitely wants to be... There's no reason why he's not ruling it out,
1: and, I don't, and why should he? No, he shouldn't. I thought he trod the line between ambition and realism perfectly, mm. to be honest. you know, he, he said all the things fans want to hear, like, we're going to give it a go, we're going to try and get up this season, this club should be in the Premier League, um, we've got good players here. But he also... You know he, he's aware of the situation. He's been told about the project. He said, yeah. "Look, we're going to try and keep our best players. If if we can't keep them, we won't cry. Mm-hmm. We'll go and buy some new ones, and hopefully they're better." And it's that sort of pragmatic realism which Albin in the past has, has, has been built on, and, and sort of, that's where Dowling and, and Jenkins want to take it back mm-hmm. to. You know, they want to get it back to that sort of sensible, pragmatic, unearth a few gems in the farm market, and don't um, over. Spend like they have in the last two or three years.
0: This podcast is for the fans. Two, this is a part of a two-part special, so we've got loads of questions, Matt. So we're going to get into questions throughout this podcast, okay? Because there's some crackers, and obviously we'll interlace it with, with plenty of other stuff because there's plenty, plenty more to discuss about Billich and and some of the players. Um, GSWBA says many managers say kind words about clubs when they first join. Matt, do Billich's words seem genuine to you? How does that first press conference compare? To the likes
1: of Darren Moore, Pardew, and Pulis. Um I didn't do Pulis' unveiling, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure. Um, in terms of Pardew and Darren Moore, I would say Pardew was um, was on a charm offensive. I mean, I thought you know he he, he came across really well in his in his. Um, That's how he su- in his su- su- gets conference. his lot
0: of jobs, you know. He, he but- is. That's who he is, isn't mm, he? Mm. He is he is The Mr. ultimate charmer.
1: He is Mr. Smooth. Mm. So um unfortunately he couldn't back it up. Um and you know, there will be gen- you know, there will be um worries, I suppose, that bit maybe Billich can't back this up, but we'll we'll wait and see. Um Darren Moore was a completely different kettle of fish because his mantra and his message i think it was even plastered up behind him at his unveiling was we not me so he was very much focused on it was a very humble unveiling it was not about it's not about me mm-hmm. it's about the the club i'm 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 delighted to be given this opportunity i just want to take the club back to what we're good at and we're going to work together and work hard um it was it was far more humble than perhaps billich's um, announcement. Yeah. Although you know, Bilic sold himself, which he's got every right to do, and I wouldn't say I would say he, he was confident, not arrogant, which is you know, which was which was the right tone to strike. Mm-hmm. I do think that Albion have um almost gone for not the polar opposite of 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 characters, but clubs regularly do this. Mm-hmm. They will go for what is different to mm-hmm. what has gone before. Uh, I think in Darren Moore you had someone that was um relied on the on the <clears> collective. <throat> uh, and relied on the people perhaps a bit too much, sure to be honest. Um and was focused on the collective whereas Billich is a character, he is a brand, he is a man, he is a leader. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's why what they want him to be. They want him to be the um you know, almost the face of West Brom. Yeah. And um, whereas Darren Moore, I think he felt like West Brom was the face of him, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. was a comp- company man, club man, whereas Bilic is going to come in and be, um, he's going to turn it into Slavon Bilic's Albion. Sure. Um, whereas it was almost always sort of West Brom's Darren Moore. Um, I hope that makes sense. But, no, no um, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I for think... Sure. Look, I'm not We're
0: saying. with an I and a C yesterday. I in- thought it was quite not quite good.
1: Exactly. I I I think um that I'm not. That doesn't that doesn't mean that either either um, approach is right or wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just different approaches.
0: Um, yeah. Stephen Morris, what formation does he prefer to play? And what
1: position do you think would be key in a successful Billich team? Well, I asked him about style of play, and he basically said. He, you've got to be stubborn in this division to get results because it's forty-six games. You're not gonna, you're not gonna go up with unless you're stubborn at the back. But mm-hmm. do I like, do I do I like to play good football? Of course. Do I like yeah. to play attractive football? Of course. The formation depends on the players. He said, you know, mm-hmm. it, and it, and it all depends on the players, the system, the formation, the approach. You know. Um, he, he said, you know, West Ham in my first year, we had the players to play the way that I wanted to in the second yeah. year. We didn't really have them. We had a lot, a lot of injuries. The recruitment wasn't great. And that's why things fell away. So, um, it you know, he was very realistic. And I, I think he's right to be like that, to say, look, it, it's not it's not all about me. It's about the players as well. But ultimately, they are on the pitch. It's about what what players we've mm-hmm. got here and how they perform. Um, but will I make the, the team better? Yes, I will. I won't make it 100 times better, yeah. but I will make it better. And I think he did... He, he 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 struck that tone correctly as well. I think Albion, particularly at boardroom level, wanted slightly more pragmatic football mm. last season. They felt that it was too much of a detachment away from from Tony Pulis. I think Alan Pardew and Darren Moore, in their in their own ways, have 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 almost been victims of trying not to be Tony Pulis. Now, um, Darren Moore recently came out and said, "Look, I wanted to score one hundred goals because that's what gets you up." But you know, there are other people in other areas of the game who. who Ooh, a question? well, you've got two strikers there mm. and Galen Rodriguez have scored you 20 plus goals, yeah. 22 and 24. How on yeah. earth have you not won? How, sure. you not, how on earth have you not gone up? Yeah. You know, um, so I think there is a there is a happy middle ground to be found. And and, and Bilic was talking about that middle ground mm-hmm. yesterday. So hopefully he can strike it. But uh, it's easier said than done, of course. The Baggies boss. Do you think the,
0: in inverted commas, the unearthed gems comment is a hint that we were buying cheap young foreign talent?
1: Oh, yeah. I do. I think that there yeah. is going to be a very, there is going to be whether they can pull it off or not. It remains to be seen, but there is going to be a drive to try and unearth a few gems in the European market. I think Albion went very domestic last summer. Mm-hmm. Sam Johnston, Carl Bartley, Connor Townsend, all the loans were domestic as well. I can't, I don't think there was anyone that came from abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're going to try and do what they used to do well under Dan Ashworth and. And Luke Dowling, he seems to he seems to see um Dan Ashworth's time here um at the club as a sort of a blueprint for him. Um saying, you know, this is what this club used to be great at, unearthing gems. And he thinks that with with himself and Ian Pierce in the in, in the scouting department, coupled with Slavan and 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 his people's knowledge of, of Eastern Europe, they've got every chance of unearthing um some some good players for some relatively cheap fees. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that is a route that Albion need to go down because um you know, people say, "Well, you know, you can you can sell Rondon for sixty and a half million. You can sell Rodriguez for ten million. You can you you can sell Dawson for ten million. And you've got loads of money there um, to play with." Well, firstly, you might not be able to sell all those players for that, mm-hmm. that amount of money because uh, everyone knows that Alwin have to sell Rondon this season. He's yeah. got one year left in his contract. The same goes for Dawson. In terms of J Rod, he might not go. He's but he's got a ten million pound release clause. Will someone hit that? Potentially, they might not. Um, he's 29 years old. Mm-hmm. Don't know. Um, but in terms of the players they need to get in, they've got to buy an awful lot. They Dowling made the point they, they've got they've had seven loanees last season who went back to their parent clubs. Yeah. You know they've got to buy an awful lot of players. Yeah. So you've got to spread fewer funds, mm-hmm. thinner. Mm-hmm. And they had a big squad last season as well. Remember, so it's it's not going to be. Um, you know, it's it's not gonna be as simple as offloading these players mm-hmm. for for loads of money and, and, and getting in um you know, six, seven, eight million pound players. Sure. Out. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna the ones that they buy, I think they're gonna try and look for the the market of sort of five five and under. Yeah. Um and if they can, they're gonna try and unearth some gems. Um I think they'll take a few on loan as well. because um, you can use five in your match to squad the championship. Mm-hmm. And I thought I think we saw last season you know, the likes of Derby and Villa that, that and Albin too, that if you get the loan if you get the right loanees in, they they can work out for you. So mm-hmm. um I think um I think there's gonna be very much a um I said it last week on the podcast, I think there's gonna be um there's gonna be three main areas that they're gonna look to go for and that's um, the cheap foreign market and the loan market and they're also going to try and promote um some some young talent from within because that's something mm-hmm. else that Luke and mentioned.
0: Excellent. Um Mark Colley has Bilic got any other ideas about changing the itinerary with pre-season and training?
1: Uh not that I've heard of him mean, he's only been there one day and it was there was a lot of um meets and greets and things yeah. like that. I, I I mean if you're talking about is he worried about games getting moved I I, I don't they they're all locked in so mm-hmm. I don't think um that would be an issue. Um, but um, uh, in terms of... It- I mean, he might want to take them a- away. I don't know. Um, but like I said, it's been one day. So mm. I-, I think we'll find out a bit more in the week.
0: Tom, WBA98. Billich said, it doesn't look like anyone is trying to force a move. That could change, obviously. Does that relate to the majority as it said that the appointment has gone down well and Rodriguez isn't forcing any move?
1: Yep, that seems to be the case. So They all seemed pretty happy on the first day. Um, but I think both Billich and, and Dowling and and Mark Jenkins acknowledged, you know, that can change. Yeah, you, of course. Yeah, you get someone come, you get Premier League co- club come in with a bid, um, willing to offer you double what you're on it, mm-hmm. if not more. Um, and all of a sudden, th- these players might start agitating and might start wanting to move. But at the moment, as it stands, no, they they're all very, um, they all seem pretty pretty content. Um, and uh, I think Rodriguez is one that a lot of people are interested in obviously um, but Rodriguez is not the sort of character to, to no. agitate um, we'll come back onto Bilic in a little bit
0: there was another story that came out yesterday um, when you spoke to Luke Dowling and this is the Oliver Burke scenario which um, which came out of nowhere really um, do you want to just um, can I explain what's gone on um, obviously not too happy with Celtic or West Brom
1: yeah so I mean Luke Dowling was, was asked a lot of questions about a lot of players. Um, and that, that should probably be highlighted first. Um, when he was asked about Oliver Burke, he, he offered up the fact that he, that Burke wouldn't be going back to Celtic because he wasn't happy with the treatment he received there under, under Neil Lennon. Now, Burke went to Celtic in January when Brendan Rodgers was manager um, and then Rodgers obviously went to Leicester and Neil Lennon got, got put in place. And I think Burke's chances um, started to dwindle after that and he didn't really feature under Lennon uh-huh. <clears throat> however I think this is more to do that this is more than just not being picked for the team um, it seemed to be like some specific personal treatment that Burke had received at the hands of Neil Lennon or, or, or perhaps a part of his team um, and although we asked that down to elaborate he he was he was reticent to and he was also advised not to Um Look, we're not entirely sure what's gone on, but it seems to be some sort of personal treatment mm-hmm. um, that they're unhappy with. My reading of the situation at the time was that Dowling uh, was genuinely angry and um, about about the treatment. I think it was born out of a genuine care for the player, yeah. a young player who he had hoped would be um, would come back from his loan. Uh perhaps differently to how he has I'm not sure um, and he said it was not he he was it was unacceptable the, the way he was treating it it's not the way that they would treat people at West Brom mm-hmm. um, Celtic of today issued a statement um, labelling Dowling's comments ridiculous and completely inaccurate because they question the professionalism of Neil Lennon and Celtic football club and they have every right to to to, to issue that response and I'm not surprised they have and mm-hmm. um, I think there were two ways of looking at this. You could look at it in the fact that either Dowling felt it necessary to highlight it because he he was so upset with it, um, whatever's gone on. Um,
0: were you surprised that he that he was so frustrated that he let you you guys know, or do you think he was trying to get a message across on purpose? I wasn't
1: surprised because because Dowling. Um, doesn't mince his words. I mean, he's, he, you ask him a question, he will answer it. And he's always been like that. Every time I've interviewed him, he's been a pretty straight, straight, straight shooter. And I don't really want to criticize anybody for, for doing that because as journalists, yeah, they are few and far between As journalists. The last thing you want is people who are dishonest with you Mm -hmm. and people who, who, who muddy the waters Mm -hmm. and mix the truth. Um,
0: or just going to give you a very vanilla answer.
1: Yeah, or they're not willing to speak their mind. That's one, one of the things that I do like about Dallin is he's willing to speak his mind. Now, on the flip side of that, I do think that the last thing that Oliver Burke needs at this present moment is a public war of wards and a public spat between sure. between Albion and Celtic. Yeah, um, As Dallin acknowledged himself, there's a lot of pressure and a massive spotlight on Oliver Burke because our two clubs have spent £30 million on him and he's barely kicked a ball, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> And he was at one point Scotland's great hope. And, you know, although he scored the other day for Scotland, it's not necessarily materialised in the way that anyone would have hoped. Um, So I do think that perhaps he could have been a bit cuter and a bit cleverer and realised that he was sitting in a room of journalists and what he was about to say was going to go everywhere. It was going to put Burke back in the spotlight. Now, perhaps he wants that... Um, but I don't think it's necessarily what Burke needs at the moment. Um, and the problem I, I think we've we've got, is that this won't be the end of it. You know, the first time Oliver Burke is is in the mix zone, or the first time he does an interview, he's going to be asked about it. Um, he's going to have to. He's going to. He's going to be. Like, oh, well, what did Neil Lennon do then? Um, and you know, that puts him in a tricky situation. So I think maybe Dallin could have been slightly cuter and slightly cleverer about it. But it was obvious that he was uh, angry and frustrated.
0: Well, let's, let's let's carry on the conversation about Oliver Burke. He is back at West Brom. Surely this is the time that he will now shine in the Championship. Do you think he's going to be key to Slavin Belich's plans? Do you think that he could really be um,
1: a key player moving forward this season? It's very difficult to know. I mean, Brendan Rodgers is, is, is a manager who yeah, has a reputation for developing young players. And I think that's why... Out of West Brom thought it was a really good fit, and I think that's why um, it was go You know, it was it did start off quite well under Rogers for Burke up there. Then mm. um, L- Lennon's more of an old school operator, isn't he? Um, I think he probably didn't trust Burke um, and didn't think he was necessarily had a, had an all round game. You know, let's let's be honest. Burke is is not a complete footballer by any stretch of the imagination. He's got some wonderful attributes, but um, he is not the complete footballer, and he needs to be coached. Mm-hmm. Dowling was very um was very quick to to point out that um Bilic one of Bilic's um main uh assets is, is developing youth team players as as Croatia under 21s uh manager and also as West Ham boss he was he was good with the young players and I think that's what they hope he he can do as well as Utilising the experienced players that Albin have got next season, they hope he can get once one or two of their talented players to, to kick on. And Burke probably falls into that category. Um, you know, with the right man, with the right manager, saying the right things to him, he's got every chance because he has got all the attributes. Um, and he can work on his game and he can get better you know players are allowed to improve they mm-hmm. are allowed to be coached mm-hmm. um, we live in an industry we live in an age where the football industry is, is, is so preoccupied with transfers and buying yeah. and selling and trading that the art of coaching is sometimes forgotten about and you know you look at which club didn't buy a single player last summer Tottenham Hotspur they reached the Champions League final mm-hmm. sometimes coaching is, is well actually coach all the time coaching is just as important as recruitment and um, I would hope that under under Billich Burke would kick on, but until he does, you know you do have to have reservations because he hasn't done so so far.
0: He talked about mixing some some older heads with some youth as well, and I guess that means working with the academy and, and potentially promoting some of those some of those players and giving them a chance in the first team. However. He has signed a two-year deal, and it is a results industry. As a lot of people do these days, they are shorter and shorter contracts. They've gone are the days of four, five, six-year contracts in the majority of t- times. So, it's a difficult balancing act, isn't it?
1: In a funny way, I actually think a two-year deal is 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 a sign of um, of the more, confidence of confidence the I mean, rolling contracts because or... it's a long one. Yeah, it's long in this industry. Darren Moore didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it's a, it's a, it's a show of, of, of confidence absolutely I think they think and Dowling said look if we don't we're going to make a great shot, shot at it this year but if we don't do it this year it will happen mm-hmm, next mm-hmm. year they believe that Bilic is the right man to set the foundation and hopefully in if they don't go up this season in a year's time they will, some of those players that you're talking about will be after 12 months in the championship will be even better uh, and Albin will be even better and they can go up um, look, it's easier said than done, but I don't, it doesn't need me to tell the Albion fans that the next two years are Albion's last two years of parachute mm-hmm. payments. They don't yeah. have an owner that's willing to invest. These are two massive years in the club's history um, and for the club moving forward. If they're going to get back up, these are the best opportunities and they've put their eggs in Billich's basket. Um, let's wait and let's see how he gets on.
0: Interesting you mentioned the owner. I think for the first time yesterday... There wasn't really too many mentions of lie or the problems behind the scenes. Um, do you think that will, will come to a head again if and when Albion starts spending money and, and the restrictions that, 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 that may, they may have? I think it's, it's... Or is it smoothed over till now and we're just waiting again?
1: I think... I don't think Bilic has been, has been sold a, you know, a dud. I think he's been made well aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. The owner isn't investing, cannot invest because of Chinese restrictions on overseas investments. That's been confirmed now. Um, so whether he wants to or not is, is moot. He can't. Um, and we don't know when those restrictions are going to be lifted at the moment. They're just running concurrently. Indefinitely. Yeah, indefinitely. That's the right word. So <clears throat> we'll wait and see um, what whether, how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think British has been made aware of that situation. And I think... Dowling in, in Luke Dowling and Mark Jenkins, you have two two men who have who have made it aware, made it public knowledge as well that yeah. you know this is the situation mm-hmm. of the fi- this is the financial reality of the mm-hmm. club. We're not going to gamble the house on promotion like others have. We're we're going to have to spend within our means. Um, that doesn't mean that we won't be competitive because we've got. Um, Parachute payments, yeah, um, and we've got some assets that can be sold. Sure, um, you know those players that I mentioned earlier, they might not go for the fees that people are bandying around, but they, if they are sold, then they they will still be sold for several million pounds, mm-hmm. and that helps. Um, and that makes, Do they need to sell?
0: Do they, must they sell? Are I they think some. Of, I sell? think
1: some of them they have to. I think. Okay. I think they confirm that they're going to sell Rondon. They have to sell Rondon. He's yes. got one year left in his contract. He's got no intention of coming back. Yeah. I also think they should probably sell Dawson he's got one year left on his deal Phillips. Look, unless Billich unless Billich comes and sweet talks Dawson and mm. plays him centre back he and,
0: smiled yesterday I saw a smile he yeah. came off the video he was smiling at his, he had his wash bag with him he was walking in that's the happiest I've seen him in years
1: well you never know do you you never know what a new manager might do I mean yeah. if Billich comes in and says Dawson I, you know, I, I rate you I want you yeah I want you to be my captain. I want, I want you to yeah, be. Yeah. I want to be my captain. Be my centre back. Let's yeah. go up. We'll play. We'll play a different brand of football to what we we're doing last season. Mm-hmm. There won't be so much pressure on you. Can head it, kick it. Mm. You never know, do you? No. You don't know. He might no. sign a new deal with mm-hmm. Especially if Falbeen are looking likely for promotion. Yeah, um, it wouldn't be the first time that, that Dawson's handed in a transfer request and stayed on at the club. it happened, happened before. So, you know, um, you know, you can never say never in this mm-hmm. game. That's the crazy thing. But I think Dawson is the other is is the other one. And Matt Phillips is a, is a different situation. I need to look into it, but I think he's got one year left in this deal. But I think there might be uh, a twelve month option on that. But right. um, that's not confirmed. But okay. I need to look into that. Um, okay. But there might be a twelve month option on that one. So um, again, I think there'll be interest in Phillips. Um, you know, Burnley have been linked with J Rod and um, and Dawson already but from my understanding Burnley are more interested in Matt Phillips um, so we we'll wait and see how that one pans out I think Phillips is a fantastic player in the Championship when, mm-hmm. he's, when he's fully fit to be honest he's a fantastic player in the Premier League when he's fully fit Yeah, um, I think he's also the sort of player if you think back to Bilic's teams he's also the sort of player that Bilic might like
0: Big if though isn't it to keep him fit
1: It is it is but um, you know Is he one of the, those players? you mentioned before he's,
0: he's one of those players who has to be 100% He is yeah you he you needs know, to you've be... You've got a niggle. He's
1: probably going to say, are you good to go? Some players play play, play through the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them take injections, I think. I remember Darren Fletcher was playing, you know, with an ankle, with mm-hmm. a dodgy ankle for, for for weeks and weeks and weeks yeah. when he did that massive long stretch for the RB And I think Armid Aghazi played through the pain a few times last season. Um... Matt Phillips and Kieran Gibbs are two players who, who need to be 100%. They need, yeah. to, they need to be finely tuned like a racehorse if they're going to play.
0: Right, let's have a look at um, some more on the transfers. Um, a lot of people mentioning one person's name, as you could expect. Um, I'll just quote um, Callum Haywood's uh, question saying, uh, was Dwight Gale mentioned any of his media duties yesterday? Any updates?
1: Right. No, <laughs> he wasn't mentioned um, because I think this has probably been dealt with.
0: Yeah. It's not happening, is it? It's not happening. It's not going. You, you're not going to get him for those wages. It's impossible.
1: Unless Gal is willing to have his wages slashed in half, <laughs> and considering he's got other interested clubs and other other likely to have other offers mm-hmm. um, from top end Championship and lower end Premier League clubs, I, I, at the moment Albion, it's just not happening. It's not. No. It's not on the agenda. No. And I know that people want it to happen but the financial reality of of the situation means it means it can't Mm -hmm. now I don't know unless 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 I don't know I mean there's no way that there's, there's as far as I'm aware there's no way that it can happen unless Gale is willing for some reason to take a massive pay cut
0: sure um first game
1: of the season Nottingham Forest away difficult game. Five thirty PM. Who's up front? Um uh, Craig Dawson. <laughs> uh I think is that,
0: is, that, is, that, is that the Um is that what needs the most attention when you say out of anything. Yeah, massively.
1: I think I I think so, yeah. I could, think,
0: could you see a situation where Jay Rodriguez is playing up
1: front? Yeah. I can see a situation where Jay Rod stays. hmm. I think I think this Billich appointment has, 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 has maybe caused a few people to sit up and take notice but um, the, there is a, the, the thing is though J-Rod's got two years left in his contract mm-hmm. now Albion kept all the squad together last season because they thought well they've all got two years left so yeah. can sell them next year yeah. but actually that doesn't necessarily work true because what happens is then they're down to their last year and you've got to flog them for half mm-hmm, the price mm-hmm. you, you know Stick or twist, isn't it? So actually, the time to sell is when they've got two years left. Yeah. To be brutally honest, mm-hmm. if you're going if you want to get bang for your buck, now mm-hmm. J Rod's got a a ten million pound release clause anyway. So if someone hits that, there's not much Albin can do. Yeah. But he's 20- twenty.
0: Kind of his market value, do you think? At I, well, this moment in I
1: would time, say so. Yeah, he's twenty nine years old. Um, look at a great season last season. He scored twenty two goals. Mm-hmm. Played pretty much every minute. I think he'd be a solid purchase. I think there will be. I think he will have offers. Um, I think I think somebody will trigger that. It's whether he wants to go um, to the Premier League, but once they start offering him wages that Albion can't mm-hmm. match, I think that probably will happen. So, um, but you, you know, you never know. There might not be. There are only a certain number of clubs in the Premier League, you know, that would look at Jay, Jay Rodriguez. There's probably about ten. Mm-hmm. They might all have other options. They might all have strikers ready. They might not need a striker this summer. Mm-hmm. And slowly but surely, that 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 gets whittled down to three or four, and then they go for other options that they can pick up for eight million. And do you know, you know it, mm-hmm. it, it's not beyond the realms of possibility. But I, I, I think, in my heart of hearts, I think he's probably going to be gone.
0: Is it, do you, what, what do you think? Do you think? Um, let's say I'll be not selling anyone. Let's say this sell. Let's Let's say sell Let's say no one else goes. Has what, what ball part figure do you think he's got to play with money wise? what say they sell Solomon Rondon and nobody else goes and nobody else um, or do you think he's been told you've got zero until you start selling players
1: no he's been told there's a kitty right and obviously the kitty will get bigger if parachute payments get smaller yeah the parachute payments get smaller, yeah, payments get smaller. Mm-hmm. um Albin are still as it stands sitting here right now with the wages that they're committed to Albina. or we'll be running at a, a debt next, mm-hmm. se- next season. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Jenkins, in the past, that may have given him um, heart palpitations, but he yeah. seemed, uh, since his return, he seems slight. He seems a lot more relaxed about running in in in, in debt. And, and you know, last season took out a, a bank overdraft to to guard mm. against that eventuality. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't actually need it in the end. So they're gonna get all their parachute payments for next season without having to pay off any of that loan. Yeah. But I think he would I think he's willing to um to do that again. Not to go mm. deep into debt, mm-hmm. but to go into a manageable debt that he knows he can pay back. Yeah. But I think he would prefer
0: mm-hmm.
1: to offload some of the high earners. And I think they would prefer to get the wage structure back to something far more manageable sure. rather than having players on 30, 35, have players on 10, 12. Good, hungry, young, hungry championship players that, yeah. are, that want to do that. Yeah. rather Because at the moment they have got a, a, a not a bloated squad, but sure. they've, got a, they've got a Premier League squad in the championship. There are a lot of Premier League players still at that club.
0: You say Premier League squad in the Championship. Have they got a Premier League level squad in the Championship, though? Sorry. You say they've got a Premier League squad in the Championship, but at this at this moment in time, are those players Premier League level?
1: I think that depends on each diff- different player, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, look, I mean, they're they they're they're on they're on reduced Premier League wages. If you get my point, they're on Premier League wage packets mm-hmm. slashed in half. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but ability-wise, let's say, let's say I mean we in the Premier League this year. How many of the how many of these players would you be confident could could make the step up, and would and would you know do pretty well in the Premier League, hold their own? More know. than five, more than yeah, six? yeah, six or seven maybe. Yeah, okay, okay.
1: But I mean, just going through the squad, I would say Sam Johnston could probably probably make a fist of it. Um, Kieran Gibbs, Higazi, Dawson. um... Yeah. Further forward, Rodriguez, midfielders, Brunt and Barry maybe, but they're a bit, they're a bit old now. And if mm. it, that's the thing. I mean, it's it's it, it would be a weak Premier League squad. Yes. Um, well, it was a squad that went down after all, yeah. bottom of the table. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know that was due to perhaps mismanagement, but um, you know, it it, it was it, it would be a weak Premier League squad. But yeah. I think there are Premier League players within it capable of, of, of being Premier League players mm. in, in better teams
0: it definitely is galvanising and I think that's why Bilic is, is the man to do it I think that's why he's been brought in and, and I, think that's, I think that's exciting for Albion fans uh, a lot of people asking about a few other players um, quite a few people asking about Alan Nyme and what his situation is he's back yeah he's back can you see him playing?
1: No, there's a Premier League player. There's
0: a Premier League player. There's your main man. There's your thirty million pound man. Getting back in. <laughs> Listen,
1: I, I, look, I think he'll probably be sold. I mean, the, you do, yeah. From what from what I gather, he's most likely to be sold. I mm-hmm. um, he burnt a few bridges last summer, not just with the previous management staff, but also with other people at the club. Um, I think, um, I think he might have one year left, um, and I think they're gonna they're gonna ho- they're gonna try and offload him to to Spain for, for a couple of mil or something mm-hmm. um, but you, you, when you've got a new manager in place you never know Billich might have come out of the first week of training gone oh, I like that Nyom fella. Yeah. right Yeah. Back. yeah. just keep him around and then yeah. all of a sudden he's back in the team and he, he's a cult hero again I mean um, he was at training on Monday so he's back as it stands um, but I would I mean you could see a situation where if Albin can't get a, a, a right back in I mean, he has to stay. He's there only right back mm. at the moment. So, I don't Nigham. know why you're why you laughing. No, just Nye first game of the
0: season. I can see him banging down the wing of the city, city ground, overlapping. I'm more looking forward to Alan Nye on the beers in Benidorm. <laughs> yeah, probably more likely. That's what I want to see. Oh, dear. Um, Mark Holly, what's happening with... I mean, this, this guy is linked with... Honestly, every single time I'm looking at some of the transfer rumors, we do the transfer rumors from around the different papers and the sites that report them on social media. Every day he's been linked with a massive club. Raheem Harper, Juventus, Liverpool, Arsenal, Barcelona.
1: What's happening with him? Bilic spoke to him yesterday, sat, All down, right. sat down with him and talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see whether he convinced him. There, was, there, is, a, there, is, a little, there is some suggestion that um, Albion or some inclination that he might actually stay really um now whether that that that's whether that happens or not remains to be seen where are we we've got about 6 days left he's got 6 days left to sign his contract but if he you know was was definitely going to go would
0: will will be a massive would you
1: have to give him big money do you think to stay he wants big money does mm-hmm. doesn't i don't th- I, I think that's the issue i think yes. he wants big money and uh, Albin are... Not willing to go that big, sure.
0: Um, and if he did go, what what ballpark figure are we looking at potentially compensation wise? If
1: he went abroad, Uh you get a flat rate of 235,000 and that's it, (laughs) right? Okay, which is nothing really. No, um, and if he goes to another English club, it's determined by a tribunal, okay. But, um,
0: could you see him stay? Could you see? I mean, I can see Billy, obviously,
1: is 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 a big
0: a big caveat, and you think that he could, he could. If anyone's going to change his mind, then, then he would be. I can see him staying. It depends he on. But
1: it depends what. Uh, Bilic said to him, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Bilic said to him, "Listen, I like you as a player. Yeah, I want to. I want to build the team around you in the future. Stay." Would you be delighted as a West Brom fan? Obviously, because you're a massive West Brom
0: fan. Would you be absolutely delighted if Rakim Harper signed a new deal for a four-year, long-term deal? Do you think that could that be the the difference this season, or is it you know would you be like oh, okay great, and then we'll move on, or should you be should you be absolutely celebrating? I mean, I have you seen enough that he is going to be an absolute star? I wouldn't
1: be um, you know cock a hoop. I'd mm-hmm. be I think with the right manager, he 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 could be a very good player. Mm-hmm. I think he's got some great attributes. I think he's got. Pace, dynamism—he's strong. I think. I think he could be a very good midfielder. Certainly. Yeah. Um, I think we saw saw that at times last season. Um, so I think it would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's difficult because you know, as, as, a, as a reporter, he's just mm-hmm. sort of yeah. Ass- Assess these. But you've like, seen him a
0: lot this season. You know. Yeah. Can you see something a bit special there, or just is it is it too? Because he's
1: young, is it too unpredictable? Um, I think there is, I think there is potential there. I think there is, I think there is, there is an ability. There mm-hmm. is, a, there is an ability there. He's, there's a talent. There's a talent there. I think he needs to be, um, he needs to be driven a bit more, enthused a bit more, yeah. and he needs a manner. And that, that's down to the manager, I think. In my mm-hmm. opinion, I think if 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 Bilic can convince him to stay and get him to play well, mm-hmm. then yeah, he could be a great player for Albion next season. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if he left <laughs> because yeah, yeah. he hasn't signed his contract yet sure um, we'll wait and see do
0: you think they'll look at some players English as well maybe some players from lower leagues to come into this squad I know we're looking at abroad and, and, and some some foreign and some continental talent I, I'm sure there'll be some plenty of Croatians and, and linked um, can you see some people from maybe league one who have done very well in the lower leagues that, or will that be not somewhere they're going I think they'll probably look. Whether mm-hmm. they'll
1: sign from there, I don't know. But mm. I think they'll probably look. Yeah, I think you've yeah. got to really, haven't you? Because you'd be mad not to. You'd mm-hmm. be silly to ignore it. There's the amount of <clears throat> domestic players that have made the leap up through the leagues in the last five or six years. And There are plenty now applying their trade top end of the championship and even in the Premier League who have done, who have come through the through the divisions. So you'd be silly not to look at them, particularly the young ones.
0: When can you see players? hopefully starting to get recruited because it's not long is it there's not there's not long left well dowlin
1: said you know the market's very quiet mm-hmm. he said um particularly in the championship where a lot of clubs need to sell to buy yeah unfortunately every fan of every club wants their um
0: oh England not for one in the first over
1: oh dear chasing what
0: just trying to have a look now just just flashed up I'll tell you in a minute we didn't have the tv on in this background in this podcast unfortunately so we couldn't find out
1: I mean, this is this is awful because there'll be people listening to this who will, will know exactly what happened. Two hundred eighty-five for seven. Is that how much they got? Two eighty-five. Oh, we've, 285. we've done well. We restricted yeah. them a bit. Yeah, not um, well for one. Future listeners, you will know how well we acted. Yes, you will. Fingers crossed. Um, but let's hope that they... Vincey's gone for a duck. Oh, why? Yeah.
0: What? Why?
1: Why? He's oh, got dear. no chance of going to ashes, has he?
0: No, no, God, no, no. Sorry,
1: he's gone for a duck. Gone for a duck. Not for one. deary me. Do. stick around james come on man just come stick on around come on so it's all on uh route route and root again yeah yeah it yeah, looks like way great stuff
0: um anyway yes where were we Sorry. i don't know what we're we talking about <laughs> should we just do, a just do a cricket podcast <laughs> let's give, give the people what they want we could do a world cup we should have done a world cup cricket we'll, podcast or three people listen to it what are the expectations from the board
1: they want progress is how it was uh, described um so that's very what what does that so, mean? Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. it, the way Luke Dowling put it was we want progress. Does that we finished fourth last year does that mean we finished third and above not necessarily. We want to see um style of play, organisation and maybe one or two of the younger boys blooded. I think that was their 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 the board's sort of main gripes last season was that they didn't see enough organisation or enough mm-hmm. You know, a, a style of play that felt convincing and, you know, it took half the season for Rakeem Harper to, to be blooded into the team when perhaps he could, have, he could have played earlier. So that's what they want Bilic to do. Yeah. Um, so they're aware that they might be handing him a, a worse squad. Mm-hmm. No Gale, no Rodriguez, mm-hmm. potentially no, you know, no Holgate, no Barnes. You know they're aware that the the, the, the tools that are at his disposal may not be as good as, sure. as Darren Moore had, so they're not giving him a you must finish third or higher, but they want to see uh, a manager, I suppose, um, de- delivering a, a team that is greater than the sum of its parts, which was perhaps not always the board didn't feel that that was always the case last season.
0: West Brom joint third favourites to 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 win the league to win the championship. Um, oh, Leeds are favourites, I guess. Leeds are favourites at five to one. Fulham Fulham, Ful- to one. Uh, Fulham, Fulham eight to one. Fulham, mm. Fulham eight to one. Cardiff, West Brom, uh, kind of around ten to one with Middlesbrough at fourteen to one. So, so look, the bookies are kind of predicting that they will be one of one of the favourites for promotion. You say about the progression. You say about the ball expectations. If he does blood youngsters this year. If they have a, if they play some great football, if sometimes there's going to be, a, they're a little bit naive, let's say, but, but you know, really promising for the following season. They finish ninth. Is that a success? Is that something that's going to keep Slavin Bilic in a job? Or do you feel realistically they'll say that they want progression? But if they're not in that playoff mix come the end of the season, then then there'll
1: be question marks asked. I think there'll be question marks asked if they're not <clears> in the playoff mix. But I think it depends on a number of factors. Depends on the recruitment, depends on the players he's got, depends on what you see on the pitch. Yes. If you're, if they're convinced that Albion are going in a forward direction under Slam and mm-hmm. because they've undergone this rebuild, um, things have improved over the course of the season, um, you can see a future where this is going to get ready. I mean, I think about Swansea last year. Swansea under Graham Potter. Graham Potter was widely held as doing a great job because they uh, he promoted a lot of young players there was obvious signs of progress the games that they were losing were due to naivety the games that they were winning were due to because they were playing teams off the park um, it was enough to get him the, the the Brighton job and they finished mm-hmm. outside the playoffs mm-hmm. if Bilic does something similar to that then I think they will carry on with him um but obviously, I think they want to finish in the top six because that is, you know, the aim is to go up. So, sure. if he finishes in the top six, then yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll carry on with him as well.
0: Forest away, Millwall at home, then Millwall in the cup, Luton
1: away, Reading away, Derby away, Reading at home. Sorry, it's not the easiest start, is it? Yeah, it's not the hardest start though. I actually think that Forest away is a great game for Bullets to start with. Because
0: they they could be they could be the one team who does quite well this year. You'd have thought when he maybe come from like fifth or sixth favourites, and they're twenty to one. But I think they I could see them doing quite well this year now. Can you under no. Martin O'Neill?
1: No, You're not not a fan of Martin. I think his I think his methods might be slightly outdated. Okay, but, but you know they've just lost Roy Keane, so maybe they might mm-hmm. that, that might do them some good. Sure, but like like you say, um, it's a long
0: season in the championship. Oh, it's a massively long season, and Bilic has got time. And look, even if it takes. Five, ten games. We saw what Aston Villa did. Okay, you don't want to be in that, you know, leaving it that yeah. late. But he can still have time. He can still, you know, um, make some mistakes, get the, get the team the way he wants to play and still have a great shot. Unless you're absolutely cut to drift at the bottom, which I can't see in a month or Sunday is happening. You're always going to have a chance. It's not like you didn't start well, so it's game over. You, you've got to
1: give him time. And I think that, that was. Funnily enough, I think that's what Darren Moore didn't get. You know, I remember because he was a rookie manager. Even that that away game at Forest, the second game of the season which they drew, it was so important. It yeah. was so important at the time. It was the second game of the season. Sure. <laughs> but it was so important that late Matt yeah. Phillips goal because people were like, Oh, I don't try I don't am not convinced by this. Mm-hmm. Um they lost to Bolton and they would one down to Forest, and Um So that was important and then but you're right it is a long season you know remember after that they went on a, on a on a great run to Albion and they started scoring goals for fun and it was like oh we're going to score 100 goals this season you know mm. they're going to they're going to absolutely blitz it but it never materialised did it and um, I think you're right there, there, there shouldn't be panic stations um, if if Albion are, are 12th come mm-hmm. November absolutely um, there should be questions maybe concerns maybe okay what can be what what are you doing to address the faults and blah blah blah, blah. but you also got to think about what what's the hand what is the hand mm. he has been dealt with um so we'll see we will see it's going to be a very interesting season i'm sure of that um and look hopefully they can they're in the mix come come mm-hmm. next may and if they are or if they even if they get into it late like villa did as we saw this season uh, that gives you the best chance in many ways
0: most important question to finish uh, from Gary I'm struggling to grow anything other than a goatee do you have any tips on how to grow such an immaculate and
1: stylish beard no, because I'm 30 years old and I can't grow a beard.
0: It's incredible. Yeah, you don't, do you? I mean, you save on save on the razors. That is, that is some effort, though, that he's got going on there. Billet, There's yeah. flecks of brown, of a little bit of red. There's some grey in there, but it just looks... I, I like it. I like it from a manager's point of view. I like a good
1: beard on a manager. Yeah, I like it. I think that's good. It's... Um just somewhat remind me of my dad but which is a bit odd he, he, he don't used, call him that no I won't call him that I can't I can imagine. He used to, yeah, because he used to have a big beard like that But um,
0: I can see people dressing up instead of the face masks with the beards coming on first game of the season away at Forest the Just, billich beard the billich beard yeah maybe we should get some cutouts doing an Express and Stars so, that's not a bad idea centre
1: page spread that's not a bad idea the billich beard um, for the baggies yeah, yeah fear third, the beard first opening ga- game well, who was it Millwall yeah Oh, can you imagine home game of the season? Oh yeah! Everyone in the Smethick rocking a British beard. I think we should get that going. I think it's the way forward. There you go. Absolutely. Anyway, I've got no tips. I think apparently the way to do it is to is to shave regularly, very very regularly, and then don't shave for ages. Oh really? And then shave very regularly. So your your hair gets used to growing back really quickly, and then it grows, and then you. I don't. Yeah, that's apparent. That's more than
0: I've I've never heard of that. That's yeah. impressive. Some,
1: some one of my one of my old friends um, at university really wanted a beard. Right. So he. He started doing that. This isn't actually me. It was a genuinely,
0: genuinely was <laughs> somebody else. Matt, Matt's got like eleven cuts on his face here. With a constant, yeah. constantly trying to shave. Did it work?
1: Uh, it, it did actually. <laughs> He's got quite a good beard. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think he shaved it off now. But it, he did, he did get one in the end. But um, uh, no, I, I, I can't grow one so.
0: Good way to finish with some quality beard content. Uh, look, that's it, Matt. Um, we shall have a bit of a break now. This, this, was a, this was a two-part special. If anything crazy breaks, then I'm sure we're doing some videos. There'll be plenty of stuff to come. It's going to be an exciting season ahead. A massive few weeks for Sladen and Bilic. Matt will be here to break all the baggies news from me, from Matt Wilson. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye.